We got track news for you. Soy Trek. We got Trek news for the week. What's up, Pat? What's up, Brit? Not much. Just hanging dong. Hells yeah. Hanging dong and prosper. <laughs> hanging dong and shocker. That's what we say, isn't it? Yeah. It do it be. It do be. It do be dooby doo. Scooby dooby doo. Speaking of Scooby dooby doo, oh. we have ads now, as you may have noticed. Raspberry of Rodish. Don't want ads? Well, soldiers, for as little as $2 a month, <laughs> you can subscribe to our Patreon and, like, not only get ad free episodes, but, like, you know, you get all of our episodes the moment I get done making them, <laughs> Scoob. Zoinks! Zoinks! Uh, you also get them in high quality stereo MP3. Say it with me Stereo, stereo MP3. MP3. Instead of that shitty mono trash, you know what mono stands for, Scoob? What's it stand for? My. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> Is that me or you? That was me. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Morton. Morton's only N-word. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 not that N-word. A different word that starts with N. Oh. Like negate. Yeah. Hmm. What'd you call me? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, oregano. Oregano. That's the last word. <laughs> uh, I don't like that. I don't like that shitty mono trash. Uh, and then instead of uh, having to wait like everybody else, you get all of our episodes at once. It's pretty fun, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Also, if you pay $10 a month, you get access to my Plex server, which is just like Netflix, but it's my server. And it's got mm. 15,000 films on a one gigabyte up, one gigabyte down. Oh, uh, damn. Internet connection. Very fast. Always working well. Yeah. I yeah. watch stuff on that all the time. Yeah. What'd you watch last on there? What did I watch last on there? I don't know. I mean, besides Star Trek Generations. Yeah, I watched Star Trek Generations. Oh, I think I tried it. Uh, I was uh, trying to convince Emma to watch Orgy of the Dead. Oh, that's an interesting film. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a really shitty Edward uh, Ed Edward movie, mm -hmm. no. and uh, it's a uh, where like a werewolf and I think a vampire pretty much just watch uh, uh, women in a graveyard come back to life and do sexy dances. Oh, that's pretty hot, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and it goes on for goes on like that for like an hour and a half. I watched it. I think I got it when I was like fifteen on uh -huh. VHS. I yeah, got yeah. I got it from like a Suncoast. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then like right, I was yeah. just like, this is gonna be sick. Yeah, that's something you, know, you get. It's it's like uh, re released by Rhino Pictures. <laughs> yeah, and they're like orgy. I'm gonna masturbate, and then you put it in. And you're like. Fuck, just this. crying. Like I hate boobs now. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Edward. You made me gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good movie. It actually gets really boring after the first like twenty minutes. But it is funny, and it'll kind of, a, you know, obviously I, all Edward films are. Yeah, Edward films are special. Mm -hmm. Not good, but special. Mm, yeah, yeah, not good at all. No, like I, if you want to watch Edward, I'd recommend seeing nine, Plan Nine from Outer Space, just because it's dumb. Mm -hmm. Glenn or Glenda, I'd actually say is maybe a better film and like more watchable. Yeah. 
really like nothing else that he's made though. Orgy that it sucks. No, but the Tim Burton movie is actually very. Oh, the good. Tim Burton movie is one of his best movies. Yeah, it's it. it's excellent. It's it's mm-hmm. one that actually works with his style. I feel. Yeah, and and Johnny Depp kills the role. Too. He does. Johnny Depp is very good in that film. <laughs> yes, he's not a good person. <laughs> no, Johnny Johnny Depp, uh, great actor, uh, bad person. Yeah, so, yeah, he uh, actually yeah. fit in very well in that. I feel like his his working relationship with Tim Burton got kind of stupid over the years, where it's oh, like course. eventually yeah, he was just being overused in in roles that he shouldn't have been I, in. I think at some point, like um, Tim Burton was like went looking for projects. He's like, "What would Johnny Depp be best? <laughs> what would Johnny Depp and my wife look best?" Yeah. In? <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, and he, and he used he's, um, his ex, his ex girlfriend was um, his muse for a while because she, she was in Ed uh, the Ed Wood movie and she was also in um, Mars Attacks. She was the um, female Martian. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, like uh, can't remember what her. Oh, I would love to fuck one of those Martians from Mars Attacks, right? The ones with the skull faces. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You, you wouldn't. <laughs> No, maybe yeah. <laughs> Lisa fold, Marie. Fold, I think her name was. You yeah, fold, you fold up like the the big head thing, the, uh, the yeah. brain. Like fold that up, make uh, a pussy out of that. You know, I feel, I feel, I feel. Oh yeah, I see. I, I, I'm, I'm being, being <laughs> that squish squish. You're not warm squish squish. You right. know, no. I see what you're putting down. I yeah, see yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> put, put, a, put put my dick up all in that that brain squish mitten. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm. Get it all. Oh, is that is that blood? No, no, that's. <laughs> That's gray matter. It's gray matter. Turn that gray matter into some white matter. I think, I'm pretty sure that's how they won at the end of Mars Attacks. <laughs> hey, you just make the head into a pushy. Yeah, make that head. Tom Jones, pushy head. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Mars Attacks is another really good movie. I, I love that movie. I, I didn't like it when I was younger. I, mean, I should go back and watch it. Yeah, I think I revisited it uh, a few months ago, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but it, it still holds up. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a fun Fun movie. Same, same with Ed Wood. Like. Yeah, but the, both those movies are on my server. Oh, shit! Yeah. Also, I got like 200 TV series. What uh, what TV series have you looked at on there lately? Uh, of course, Son of the Beach, because I used to watch that when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Um, what else? Yeah, I think that's it that I was watching. That's it? That's all yeah. you've ever seen? So I, was, uh, I was also finishing uh, the movie, um, uh, or the series from, I started that. Finished. From? Yeah, that's real. That's really good. If you haven't seen that, it's on Epics. What's Epics? Uh, I don't some other thing. I but I bought it through uh, Prime. But uh, um, it uh, from is really good. It has like uh, these people that, that show up in a town mm-hmm. and they don't know how they get there. They come. They drive from all different parts of the United States, mm-hmm. and then somehow they find up and end up in this town. They can't escape. No. And then at night, um, these weird monsters appear that look like humans. Mm-hmm. And then if they catch you. And the, uh, and they have these uh, talismans they put on the doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the humans do, so that the creatures can't get in. But they do things like they trick people to come out, or if they catch you outside, they just like tear you apart like your soft bread. Mm. It sounds like my consensual non-consent takedown fantasy. <laughs> yeah, just so, a, just a little bit. So just keep driving the roads of America until you end up in that town. I'll get myself <laughs> torn apart just like they want. Yeah. But it has definitely like a lost vibes because it has like a dude, the dude, the main one of the main characters is a dude from Lost. So, oh, cool. Yeah. What else do I got here? Uh, oh, Strangers with Candy. Fucks. Yeah, yeah. Just got a, all all the Strangers with Candy. I have uh, the Simpsons, but only the first fifteen seasons. <laughs> That's just the only ones you need, really. Yeah, like there, there's like <laughs> a good episode in sixteen and one in eighteen, but that's about it. That's it. Um. Oh, I just got to all of Pinky and the Brain and its sequel that no one knows about, Pinky. Elvira 
Uh, oh, Myra in the brain. Oh, I know that one. I watched yeah, that one. It was real bad. And I have all of Pimp My Ride. How oh, about my that? God. It, uh, me and Spencer watched a bunch of episodes the other day. It Holds Up is like the most ridiculous thing you've seen in your life. Like, oh, yeah. Especially the later seasons. They start doing like sketches and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, it is absurd. There was a, there's a YouTube uh, um, uh, uh, channel where uh, this guy tracks down. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. It's yeah, really good. It's, yeah, really, yeah. It's, it's really funny, uh, like how like um, some of these things have just ended up, and there's and it reveals that there's very bad build quality with a lot of them. Well, they didn't fix anything about <laughs> no, the car. No, yeah, they just like added things to it, which mm -hmm. is the funniest part. Yeah, they just added a bunch of really unnecessary, like like the one in, one in the and the YouTube series, like. Uh, they added a bedazzler <laughs> or some shit. So like this, so like this car, and, and the stuff they add makes the car un, uh, completely unfunctional for yeah. like for just what you want a car for, which is like just Dri driving and taking driving, things. you know, taking you know, driving people places. I think it was like a minivan. So this person, I think, probably had kids or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> probably had no room because they had a bedazzling machine where or a child seat should be. Yeah, they, we watched an episode <laughs> the other day, and there was a there was this girl who. Um, who, like, she was a pizza delivery person, and also she sold knee pads. Don't ask. Okay. Uh, actually, <laughs> ask. ask. <laughs> no, at the beginning, I was like, man, a, a, like, a girl with a car like that puts in some sloppy work. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, five minutes later, she's like, yeah, I sell knee pads. And Exhibit's <laughs> like, what? And I'm like, I told you, sloppy. 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 She given sloppy. Yeah, and she, and then I noticed she had a tongue pierce, and I'm like, oh, well, come on. <laughs> come on. What, did they put, like, a pizza warmer inside of her car or something? Inside of her pussy, actually. Oh, shit. Uh, it was, there was enough room. Surprise. Nice. There was a like, hearth, like a hearth bagel, oven. Like a bagel, and she delivers bagel bites. Yeah, <laughs> just a hearth oven. Many, a birth oven. <laughs> how many bagel bites did you order? Okay, one, two, <laughs> just pop, three. <laughs> pop them out like a Taiwanese pizza. Ping pong ball. Yeah. Poop, poop, poop. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, and uh, back to what we were talking about, I guess. If you, uh, if you give us $5 or more a month, uh, we will uh, mention your name on the beginning of our cast. Nice. Uh, people just like Dan Morrison, Dylan Lance, Ian Killia, Joanna Hearn, Jordan Hill. Nick Savard, Shane Sawyer, and David Croning Seats. Nice. Thanks, All of whom are super awesome and deserve a, a vaginal pizza, pizza bagel. A vaginal pizza bagel. So <laughs> if you are in any position to give any of these people a vaginal or anal pizza mm, bagel, yeah. if, you can, if you can boof like, a, bag a pizza bagel. Something, so, uh, a, pizza, a pizza bagel that you've warmed up from frozen to body temperature with the heat of your own body <laughs> and then, then, then shot of yourself. <laughs> a 97 degrees Fahrenheit pizza bagel. You, you it's and been I, warmed up over the course of several hours. We both know that is not food safe <laughs> at all. No, that's definitely below the critical control point for <laughs> yeah. food safety. Yeah, that, that'll give you uh, uh, hens. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it'll give you all three hepatitises if it comes from me. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I got I got the whole alphabet, baby. But E. coli, norovirus. Um, How dare you accuse me of being illiterate? I have hepatitis <laughs> A, B, and C. <laughs>
But yeah, that just means you got to eat it as fast as possible. So the moment it gets to that balmy 98 degrees, then you guys got to pop it into your mouth and immediately you got to eat it, eat it from the source, eat it from right from the source. Just like like sticking your mouth straight up to a Pez dispenser. (laughs) 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 All right, Uh, Trek news for the week. Uh, Star Trek 31 spinoff finally gets an update. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, she's been fucking busy, hasn't she? Yeah. She's been in everything, everywhere, all at once. They just won several Golden Globes, yeah, uh, rightfully. Yeah, good for her. Uh, she appeared in uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, Did not check that out. No, we don't care about the MCU here. No. <laughs> um, and uh, was also in the new Netflix Blood or the Witcher Blood Origin series, as well as... Which was okay. Yeah, it wasn't the it wasn't the other witcher. It was like I think there was zero boobs. Excuse me. Yeah, zero boobs. Why would you watch The Witcher without boobs? Yeah, especially if you have Michelle Yeoh there. (laughs) I've never even seen her boobs. I want to see her boobs. I don't care what they look like. Yeah, she could have some weird boobs. I'd still like them. I'd be like, bitch is weird. Of course she has weird (laughs) boobs. You know. Um, but, um, so Paramount streaming chief programming officer, Tanya Giles assured TV line that the show is quote, still in development. However, at this point, very little is known about the show, which is fitting for its subject matter. The series will focus on section 31, the black ops division of the United Federation of planets, which operates in secret, often against Starfleet's more noble ideals. Um, we first learned of section 31 in deep space nine, uh, through a, um, a series of events where uh, Luther Sloan, uh, played by William Sadler, mm-hmm. attempts to recruit uh, Julian Bashir into the organization to fight against the Dominion. And William Sadler is a great character actor. He's when, so good. Whenever you need like a like wormy piece of shit, like, yeah, just, just like a, a, like a shitty motherfucker. Yeah, shitty motherfucker. Like he's the dude you call. Yeah. <laughs> you know he'd be good on like is a villain on Fargo. I feel right. Yeah, he would actually. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like that type of character actor. Yeah, is he who's still like, intense? Yeah, I don't know what I seen last seen him in. Though. Yeah, I don't know if he's still alive. I'd assume so because he was only probably in his what forties or something. Yeah, there. yeah, I'm sure he could be like a really cool like older like hitman type dude. Or... Um, it'll be a uh, section seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh yeah, he was. Oh no. Yeah, and of course he was also deaf and Bill and Ted. Oh, that was him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I thought for some reason I thought that was um, I thought that was the guy who played uh, fucking um, uh, what do you call it? like Lurch and uh, oh, no. <laughs> and uh, fucking Luxwana's page. No, yeah, Jonathan he was. Bell. No, yeah, he was in uh, yeah, he was uh, deaf and and also in the most recent uh, Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's still acting. He's still, yeah, I guess he's been the good fight. Cool. We love that. We love that. So, uh, the end of Georgiou's arc in season three of Discovery. By the way, spoilers! Uh Uh-oh. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Season three of Discovery. Season four of Discovery. Season three of Discovery. (laughs) Season three of Discovery. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you've actually seen it. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Uh, so the end of her arc in season three discovery clearly set up section 31 show, uh, because she left the 32nd century, um, 
through the gateway to tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, was. you know, you know, which was like that 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 episode felt very for rushed. It, uh, it was like I mean, like I'm here to take you back to your to a time where you're not facing out and being being bad or whatever. yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a callback to TOS because yeah. they had that gateway to tomorrow or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was actually like one of the best episodes of TOS. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah. The way they set it up and the way they they put the fucking the mustache man is like, oh here you are, come on, come on, mm-hmm. we got a gateway to the past here. Yeah, it just felt like oh we need Michelle Yeoh off this series immediately, and we kind of wrote ourselves into a circle yeah. putting her in thirty yeah, second yeah, century exactly, and it just <laughs> yeah it felt bad. Yeah, and it was a thing too where like I don't know kind of weird he didn't offer to let anybody else go back into the past Mm -hmm. except for the evil one yeah well she was uh uh she was uh glitching out because she was right far from but but it doesn't like she was glitching out because she was in the wrong universe and Mm -hmm. far from her timeline yeah why why don't they send her back to the mirror universe yeah, why didn't they just send her back to the mirror universe? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would that would make more sense, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Well, we can't have a Section Thirty One show if that happens. <laughs> Boo hoo! <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so we've got on record Section Thirty One sucks, and they yeah. shouldn't have it. It's it's the fucking space CIA. It's dumb mm-hmm. as fuck. fuck we've em. actually we already had a conversation about this, but unfortunately, I wasn't recording both of us. I was yeah. recording just me. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, my side of the conversation is the more important side. But, Obviously, yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you, still, pro- yeah, you probably would have heard me, but I would have been like a distant echo from your microphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, still, just very empty. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very empty. So, um. But no, uh, yeah, fuck, fuck Section 31. We don't need a Section 31 show. And the problem no. is, is like, I feel like Section 31 is something that would have never happened under Gene Roddenberry. No. And, and it is questionable that it happened even under like Iris Stephen Bear. Like, I'm yeah. surprised he was like, yeah, okay. To Although, be fair, he did paint paint him as a as villain. Exactly. And that's yeah. the thing is like, Iris Stephen Bear like took great care with it. And like the two episodes that featured Section 31 in DS9 mm-hmm. paint them in an incredibly negative light. Entirely yes. negative. They're mm-hmm. a bad organization that shouldn't exist. That the, that, and that like the true Federation people like seek to get rid of right like, right like fucking cisco doesn't like that shit yeah cisco and like yeah and like and um uh was it like uh um uh, miles and uh mm-hmm. and bashir go into sloan's brain just to yeah get get information to like completely ruin them because yeah like they fucking suck and like they and they recognize that the section 31 is an aberration mm-hmm. to to for what everything the fed the federation stands for but of course like and now it's like be, you know, trying to, uh, you know, redeem the CIA in a way like, you know, there's, you know, people like, you know, Alex Churchman are like, you know, and, you know, we already have like, you know, CIA uh, washing um, um, shows like, you know, the CIA office gym show and so oh, yeah the gym jack ryan yeah and, and now we need of course like you know now we're seeing like oh actually the cia is cool and, and i mean space no, cia is cool it's straight up been that way since you know like fucking 24 like post 9 11 yeah i mean we've always had American and sadly movie. our boy james cameron with true lies that is true <laughs> yeah that is true yeah. but however he says it in the title. It's a lie, buddy. It's a lie. He got us. He got, got us. us. He got, got us. us. <laughs> one, one step ahead. One step ahead. Hey, this pro, uh, this says uh, fucking pro CIA movie. It's a true lie. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha, everybody. <laughs> I don't actually support him. Suck my dick. 
You got us. Got us. But yeah, fuck them. Like, yeah, I'm I'm not looking forward. I'm actually looking less forward to a Section 31 show than I am Season 3 of Picard. Yeah, at least Season (laughs) 3 of Picard has potential to at least have good moments. Yeah, possible redemption. (laughs) I I stand by it. I don't think it's going to be good. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think so either. Straight up, straight up. I'm. I. I still predict I'm not even going to give it a five out of ten. You're I not going to. You're not going to be watching Young Sheldon. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I might just on my own for you know sexual gratification. <laughs> yeah. Not with Sheldon. Not, not with, Sheldon. with Sheldon. Only when they have Reba McIntyre or Wallace Shawn on the screen. True. Yeah. True. That that's fair. Because uh, you know that Reba. I be in them holes. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I do wonder <laughs> if the carpet matches the drape. She on fire, baby. She got that fire. <laughs> I didn't and know. Wall, even, I I didn't, Wall, Wallace Shawn. I just know when, when he pulls it out, I'm going to be uh, inconceivable. Yeah, I mean, Wallace Shawn's one of my, of course, go-tos when if I ever need to like. <laughs> He's going to pull it out and be like, uncircumcised. <laughs> circumcised. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, like, uh, but yeah, you, you won't. Either way, you won't be watching um, Young Sheldon because you're forced to because you made a made it made a promise to yourself right, that right, you would. Right. Once once again, it's, it's Young Sheldon will be on your own time due to your so, own cho- personal choice. So, so so putting this out there publicly again, um, <laughs> I've I've made two promises now uh, about the Star Trek universe and like uh, how things are going to end up and things I'll do based on that. So, uh, first one, uh, one we're talking about here, if I give. Uh, the aggregate of Star Trek Picard season three, more than a five out of 10. And I'm going to do all of the individual episodes as they go. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, even if the first five episodes are 10 out of 10s and all the other ones are two out of 10s, it still gets more than five out of 10 on the average, right? Mm -hmm. So if it gets more than five for me, I will watch and review every single episode of the first (laughs) season of young Sheldon. And I think there's like 20 something. Yeah. Yeah. Typical, like, uh, uh, per season, mm-hmm. yeah, episode list, so yeah, 26. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I promised to do that. Second promise I made on the internet recently. Oh, no. Uh, is if um, Alex Kurtzman finds a way to get um, Nicolas Cage into oh, yeah. the Star Trek universe, mm-hmm. I will eat <laughs> season three of Star Trek Discovery on Blu-ray. It's gonna be hard. I mean, not if I pulverize it. Not if you pulverize it, but still into your bloodstream. It's microplastics. You think I don't have plenty of those? <laughs> yeah, you do. Come on, buddy. But I think the point at the I'm, I live in America and buy food from like Safeway. Yeah, I know. At this point, though, like we should just be doing everything we can to limit the amount of microplastics into our system. Not, not. Yeah, I know. I totally agree with that. <laughs> this is on an outside chance that someone who doesn't do great things <laughs> does a th- great thing. So yeah, I am, I'm hedging bets here. Like yeah. I am, I think I'm good. Yeah. You're, you're I'll pretty much, fine. you're just pretty much trying to prove that you will, that season three of Picard will not get a five or better. No, I just really kind of want an excuse to eat season three <laughs> of Star Trek Discovery on Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, but yeah, Nicholas it looks, Cage it looks, it looks very tasty. No, yeah, but I think Nicolas Cage, I think he would be, he would be open to it. I mean, he has been doing some good roles lately. So I don't know if you caught the news. I don't actually have it on my news Mm -hmm. slate here, but uh, a couple weeks ago, he said uh, some interviewer asked him, uh, like, because Pedro Pascal or something had mentioned Mm -hmm. him or something, like being part of Star Wars or something. 
And so they asked him, like, uh, if you were invited to be part of Star Wars, would you do it? And uh, Nicholas Cage is like, no, no, I don't think that's really me. No, I'm, I'm not, never really was into Star Wars, but Trek, Star Trek. I'm a Trekkie man. Yeah, I'm yeah. on the Star Trek side. Yeah. And so a lot of people based on this, um, like we're tweeting about it, including um, Anson Mount uh, mm-hmm. tweeted like and tagged, uh, I think Akiva Goldsman and, or no, Henry Alonzo Myers and was like, uh, make this happen or something. So. Yeah. I would love to see him like on the, on a on strange new worlds or something. I think, I think he would be like a great, like alien leader of some kind or. Yeah. I mean, I think because you know he would nah, play like. No, nah, I mean, <laughs> you want him to be a captain? No, nah, no. Nah. What do you want him as? Cybok. Cybok. Oh, Cybok. I can see that. I could, especially like. I mean, you saw Pig, right? Yeah. You saw how like Pig, under- pig rocked. Pig. Pig is great. Yeah. Pig was. I love Pig. A great film. Maybe one of the best films. Of I was like surpri- Pig surprised the hell out of me it did because like, i was expecting just like a um john wick clone well that, that's the thing is like people said it's like john wick it's nothing like john it's, wick it's, it's actual, a lie it's the opposite of it john is the wick. literal opposite it's like <laughs> it's like guy lets everything in life beat the shit out of him for something he loves mm-hmm. and it's like it's the opposite of john yeah wick. and he practices like radical honesty and he's just like and and radical pacifism radical too. pacifism and, yeah it's and, crazy and, and like it's so good though yeah and it's amazing like i was it actually surprised me because i just thought he was going to be like um a guy who just lived in the woods and no. turned out to have this whole other story i'm no, just like it, i was no, surprised. it has a whole other story and like the heart of the film it's like a film about like truly loving something mm-hmm. and wanting like for nothing but that yeah and it's also and uh coping with loss yeah and, and coping uh, with loss but really like i I thought like ultimately kind of the entire point of the film was like there is no ethical consumption like because mm-hmm. they have this whole thing where it's like it's all about like chefs in like the farm to table world and mm-hmm. like you know like all the stuff that like you know these these people sell a brand that's like um oh all of our food is like locally sourced and like everything is like part of this local community but the the film makes a point to where like it's saying that like this community is just a component of capitalism. Yeah. Like, it's just people robbing each other and stabbing each other in the back to get ahead. And it's like, not a real community. Yeah, and then, like, fine dining, more uh, involved in, like, inauthentic stuff, mm-hmm. like, and uh, just, like, trying to be smarter than the than the, um, than the person you're trying to serve the food to. And, yeah. and just what, now it's, like, really what matters is just, like, good food made well. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and... And just like in how that kind of stuff can invoke powerful memories I mean, that, and then like. It, and, yeah, that, that's the thing. It wasn't even like good food made well. Like I think the greater point was like it's not about the food. It's about mm-hmm. the experience you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in the end he makes the exact same meal mm-hmm. that like this guy had like the best experiences in his life having. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the and last it, like, broke memories. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. You think because it's like a part where you know in a John Wick clone it would be like this insane shootout. Yeah, and it'd he be just, like a Mr. Like, Nobody. He, yeah, and, it's just like, yeah, and he like uh, <laughs> someone earlier in the film was like, uh, "Yeah, he fucking uh, he killed a guy with a, a fucking uh, you know the shower attachment that bottoms use. Yeah. yeah, he killed him with one of those, and then he like kills him with one of those. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it was surprising. It was like definitely my I think my favorite John, Nicolas Cage movie. Really, yeah. favorite Nicolas? I mean, it was a great, powerful performance. Mm-hmm. I still got to go with like. 
I mean, that adaptation. I think I my fucking love adaptation. Yeah, I think my favorite Nick Cage movies are um, our Pig adaptation and um, um, Raising Arizona. Kiss. <laughs> so for me, Vampire's Kiss, number one. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Raising Arizona is great. Uh, Pig actually is probably number three mm-hmm. uh, for me. Uh, no, gosh, I don't know, because I fucking love uh, Bad Lieutenant, Point of Call, New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that movie's so good. I mean, as a whole film, it's all right, but Cage's performance in that film is next fucking level. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is like hyper manic Nick Cage for like two hours. Mm-hmm. It's like. Nick Cage being hypermanic, but pretending that he's just smoking crack. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, Nick Cage when he's hypermanic is crazier than anyone I've ever seen on crack oh, yeah. cocaine. It's mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Oh yeah, and have, you, have you seen him in uh, Deadfall? I've not. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, first ho- time I ever heard of Deadfall was uh, you remember that band Snot? Yeah. They have a they have a song called Deadfall. Oh, interesting. Their their guitarist ended up playing for Limp Bizkit. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, for that one album, results may vary. There, mm. no one likes that. No. <laughs> well, it's not rocks, and they have a song called Deadfall. That's all quotes from Nicolas Cage from that movie. Oh, interesting. And like I, I and then like I found out later it was like this awful movie mm-hmm. that's actually directed by like um one of his cousins. Interesting. And. And because it's directed by one of the cousins, he just goes full cage in this film yes. where he plays like the most insane character, mm-hmm. like in a film that's like pretty like as it has like the dude from the first Terminator movie okay. um, who's plays the main character. Oh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but uh, the guy who played Kyle Reese and okay. um, uh, and then like then, of course, and it seems like it's just a normal like caper type film, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Nicolas Cage, Cage appears yeah, as a kind of like secondary villain mm-hmm. who is just absolutely bonkers insane has the most insane accent you could have ever created I love that most inc- insane aesthetic like he's wearing like dark shades a, a wig he looks like the dude from um that um uh, Andy Kaufman played okay <laughs> and so he basically looks like that character and he's absolutely coked out of his mind and acting insane I, I highly recommend Deadfall, or at least like go and search like Nick Cage Tony moments. Clifton. Tony Clifton. Tony yeah, Clifton. Yeah, he looks. Ju- he looks like Tony Clifton, and but he's acting like a uh, complete coke riddled psychopath. It's it's incredible. I'm pretty sure that's his natural <laughs> yeah. mode. Yes. <laughs> I I just I love Nick Cage. I, yeah. On the record, Nick Cage, in my opinion, is maybe one of the best. To, uh, sorry, best actors, like boomer actors out there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like he, did you see his wedding to um that to that um Japanese woman he just married, and she looked like a like a ghost almost. And no, was, that fucking rocks. And he's he looked so like weird. he looked like a vampire. Oh well, yeah, he's, he's he's a goth now. He's come out as a yeah. goth. He's like he like hangs out with ravens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage is such a fascinating person. You know, yeah. I'm not I'm not much for these. Uh, what do you call them? Um, the nep- nepotism babies or mm-hmm. whatever. But you know, he he, he, he he specifically was like, I don't want Coppola as my last name. Yeah, I didn't know that until no. much later. Yeah, mo- a lot of people didn't. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it probably got him some a foot in the door somewhere. Oh, of but, course. But yeah. I mean, I think he's more than earned it now. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, he's he's been nominated for two Academy Awards. I'm yeah. very surprised he won neither of them. Yeah, I mean, Pig and Adaptation got very real emotional reactions. I mean, out of me. also, like, have you seen uh, Leaving Las Vegas? Yeah. The yeah, movie is fucked up. Yeah, that, that's it's great. <laughs> yeah, like, that's but it's incredible. fucked up. Yeah, yeah, and bringing out the dead. Yeah, you know, Martin oh, Scorsese movie. I never think that's one of Scorsese's yeah. best films. Yeah, 
I love that film. <laughs> that film's so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's basically like half of the film is just like John Goodman and uh, in Nick Cage like <laughs> hanging out in an ambulance <laughs> together. And that's it. Yeah. It's, it's and Nick, uh, it, and Nick at Cage nighttime. Is, <laughs> Nick Cage is drugged out of his mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, check that movie out. But yeah, yeah very actually, I just thought of something. Uh-huh. Nick Cage in the Star Trek universe. Mm-hmm. Q. A, a lot, so a lot of, of people Q. were saying that. He oh, would, were they? He would be a great Q. He You're would not be an wrong. incredible Q. He would crew. be such a good Q. Yeah. Uh, we would all love him as a Q. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he would also be great as a villain, of course. Yeah. Like a completely unhinged villain. Honestly, you know what? Hmm. No. I mean, I don't want, I don't ever want Khan to come back, <laughs> but if he has to, if he has to, if he has to, Nick Cage is a perfect Khan. Yes. He would be nuts. Like, he would bring it. He would be uncaged. They would unca- they would uncage him. Yeah, for that would, role. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, he always he doesn't always bring his A game, but you know, he always puts in a pretty good performance. I think. Yeah, you know, and he just has to get in with like the strange new world guy or even lower decks. I think he would mm-hmm. probably do good on that. Yeah, like, no, he, he, I mean, he, he'd do great anywhere. He'd but do great. Obviously, I think he'd probably not on Discovery though. No Discovery. Yeah, and obviously <laughs> Picard's out of the. Section, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Section thirty-one. Keep away. No. Keep away. Yeah. We don't need that. Uh, but no, yeah, like Strange New Worlds, he could do a world of good. But really, honestly, what would probably be best is attaching him to a Star Trek Four because I think that at that point it would actually get made. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he could be, like, the uh, main bad for that. Yeah, he would be so good as a main bad, like, opposite Chris P- Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it'd be great. Yeah. Like, I think that would fucking be awesome. <laughs> I mean, obviously not as con, but, you know, as maybe Cyborg. Because <laughs> that's what I feel like a lot of movies are are built on the, on the strength of their villain. And, uh, yeah. And uh, if we had, like, you know, an uncaged... Star Trek I mean, Cage. Uh, honestly, yeah. If you look at least all all of the TNG films, all rely on the strength of their villain. Yeah. Like, and the only good one is the only good villain. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the Borg Queen. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and like we have like F. Murray Abraham and uh, Tom Hardy. I don't even remember F. Or, or is Doran or Dor- Doris or something? Doral or something. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Finn, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember his name. He's so unremarkable. Well, yeah. fucking Insurrection, Insurrection just I, sucks. I, I know. Like, I was thinking, like, I really need to rewatch Insurrection. Well, I, we're, we're, you're going to have to rewatch it next week. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, at least we get to, I already watched uh, First Contact once. Mm. That movie's so good. Yeah. It rocks. Like, it's, it's, it's just. I mean, I have problems with the space uh, time travel stuff. It's. You don't have to. It it serves a <laughs> radical story. It serves the coolest story of like any Star Trek film. But, but they kind of do like in Star Trek Four. I was gonna they, say, they, yeah. Do you they, have a problem with Star Trek Four now as well? I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I, I, I didn't I, have a problem when we talked about I, it. I, I, we talked about the time travel consequences. Yeah, but we also said, yeah, but regardless, it's awesome. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like they make more time travel hiccups and problems and first contact than they did in um star trek 4 and <laughs> does it make it any less awesome that, here's the thing here's the thing i will suspend my disbelief and mm-hmm. allow all continuity errors <laughs> you can possibly make if your film rocks yeah that's that's all there is to it if it rocks I don't care what you do Fucking wrong. But the timeline's cool as long as you look cool doing it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm sure like Star Trek Insurrection, like as a continuity piece, 
makes so much more sense in the universe of Star Trek mm-hmm. than, you know, First Contact ever did. Yeah. But you know what it doesn't do? Mm-hmm. It doesn't rock. It doesn't rock. It doesn't fucking rock, dude. No. no. So we don't, <laughs> we don't give a fuck. Speaking of not rocking, let's talk about uh, Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Picard. Oh, yeah. So a huge pothole uh, was deftly solved by Star Trek Discovery Season 4. Star Trek Discovery Season 4. Spoilers. Spoilers. Learn Star Trek Season 4. Star Trek Picard Season 1. Spoilers. Who gives a fuck anyway? Everything's meaningless and capitalism (laughs) is killing our planet and our bodies. (laughs) Slowly but very quickly in the grand scheme of things. Something must change. Read Karl Marx. Um, Yeah. I mean, if, I, if you ha- if you haven't had the desire to watch Discovery on your own time, chances don't. are you, you don't, <laughs> chances are you don't care about spoilers. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Jean Luc Picard's uh, parietal lobe deflect defect. Uh, his brain's all fucked up. Got bad brains. Yeah, it was uh, first flagged during Star Trek TNG, but became an altogether more pressing problem twenty years later during Star Trek Picard. Is Jean-Luc's mission to save the galaxy, protect the synths, and defeat the dastardly Zot Vosh neared completion, Patrick Stewart's legendary Starfleet hero succumbed to his illness. Oh, no. Oh, no. And the thing, I don't know, I feel like that really cheapened everything, too. Yeah. Because, like, that was the moment where he kind of had, like, a hero turn. I mean, he was already a hero or whatever, but he's like, I will give you something, my life. And then he, like, goes and, like, flies a suicide mission into space even though he already knows that he's just about to die from this brain shit plus and also it kind of it cheapens and all good all it cheapens all good things because yes because that you know he he's going through he's phasing through different periods of time and to a point where he's currently suffering from it yep. and at the end that's like the least that's far from his concern. Yeah, he's like, not even suffering from it. It's just a thing he just dies from instantly. Yeah, it's a, I'm and, like, what? And it's a thing that he accepts, and because he, you know, he retains all the things. And when it goes back to when Q stops, you know, fucking with that, then they solve the problem that's fucking up all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, he just like kind of uses that as almost an excuse, to, you know, to join like the poker thing, you know, and just make pe- best time of make make the best of the time he has. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of just like, you know, in acceptance of that's that's what's going to happen to him eventually and that's but he knows he'll be a happy life and he makes the best of his life. So, so you just made me think of uh the final scene from All Good Things and it gave me chills down my spine. Yeah, yeah. That's like the best scene ever <laughs> yeah, written, man. Yeah. It's so fucking good the whole I should have done this a long time ago. Yeah, because yeah, because you he, are always uh, welcome. Like that whole thing is so fucking good. Yeah, because he, you know, he 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 faces like his, you know, his mortality, his eventual mortality, and mm-hmm. what and what's going to happen to him. But that doesn't concern him. What concerns yeah. him is the now and making the t- best of the time that he has. Yeah, and like yeah, building relationships with people mm-hmm. is what he realizes like is the ultimate exploration of man. Yep. Which is, uh, I think, pretty fucking cool. But no, no, guess what? He's, no, in a no. ro- he's in a robot body now. He doesn't have to fucking deal with that shit. He's Picard Mech. <laughs> yeah, Picard Mech. Get the flamethrower attachment. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's got to go fucking kick some goddamn ass. <laughs> and he's got to fuck some Romulan pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fill up that Zat Gash. That Zat Gash. <laughs> yeah, didn't stay out. Which, yeah. So. With my big robot <laughs> cock. That's why it's yeah. always hard now, bitch. 
<laughs> it just kind of just yeah, just like looking back at how all the TNG films and now and all this all three seasons of Star Trek Picard have just been like shitting on all good things ever since. You, you know what? You know what? You know what? Really For twenty is, years <laughs> is the moment. Uh, fucking, fucking like uh, TNG ended. Mm-hmm. Picard's dick has just gotten progressively harder and harder <laughs> yeah. with every piece of media he's been in. Yeah, like, yeah he like, fucks somebody in an insurrection. Does he fuck her in an insurrection? I don't, I don't remember, but they definitely. Yeah. Remember, I think they do. I think or, they yeah. fuck. Mm. And he like barely ever fuck. He's only fucks like two or three times yeah. in all of TNG that we know of. Yeah, and like one of them, like the lady's like, <laughs> and like breaks up with him the next day. It's yeah. on Risa. Yeah, come on, man, it's fucking up. Damn. So, uh, Jean-Luc Picard cheating death via android replacement body created a Star Trek plot hole, however. The Gollum technology may be experimentally progressive during Star Trek Picard's era, but logic suggests it would become increasingly common as centuries passed. By 3188, for example, one would imagine dying had become voluntary, but after Star Trek Discovery relocated to the 32nd century in Season 3, it quickly became clear that the Grim Reaper was still very much in business. Mm. Immediately, this raised questions over whether Soong's death-defying trick only ever applied to aging Star Trek protagonists whose actors were signed up for second seasons. The above Star Trek plot hole was cleared up by Dr. Kolber in Star Trek Discovery Season 4. Chill symbiont Gray Tall perished during an asteroid collision, but his consciousness would cling on through Adira. Not entirely content with having a ghost boyfriend, Adira sought the help of Discovery's Dr. Hugh Colber, who combined science with the mystic rituals of the Trill to lift Gray's mind out of Audria and into an artificial golem, mirroring Jean-Luc Picard's resurrection. During the process, Colber helpfully revealed why the method isn't used very uh, every time a person in the 32nd century kicks the bucket explaining the success rate was so low people stopped trying it's very strange to me that the success rate is so low like mm-hmm. what, 800 years 900 years in the future now yeah where uh, supposedly however, technology has been perfected yes yes um however this uh dr hugh uh from 800 years ago <laughs> gets it right on his first <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking time <laughs> oops i guess I guess our dumb doctor technology just makes us better. <laughs> I got lucky, everybody. Yeah, that's that's one thing. Yeah, I noticed that they all caught up to 30, 32nd century technology like immediately. Like it was just like, okay, yeah, no yeah, problem. Like people just explained it. They're like, uh, yeah, well, uh, all the ships are made out of holograms now. And they they don't go. How does that work? They're like, yep. <laughs> You know, that's yep, a, let me fly it. That's a big meme of, you know, if you were to take a Victorian child and expose them to anything that we have <laughs> now, it would instantly kill them. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but, but they didn't suffer any of that. Like, yeah. like, Culber is instantly able to just, like, see, like, this, the uh, groundbreaking research from, like, one of the Soongs and be like, instantly got it. I can do this. It's no mm-hmm. problem. Soong got it. Soong was lucky one time. Well, guess what? My mm-hmm. first try, too, homie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but. Well, well. We have something in common. Soong was gay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, this was just like, because, because, um, you know, they were obviously like the writers of Picard. They knew they had to deal with this problem. Mm -hmm. That was like canon, like that Picard was going to die from this thing. Mm -hmm. But like, we need at least three seasons. They didn't. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. It was something that was like mentioned in All Good Things. But they could have just ignored it. They could have ignored it. It could have just been like a problem they, that persisted they, throughout all three seasons. That's the thing. And like 
and by, eventually dies from by it. By addressing it, they create a much bigger plot hole than by just forgetting about it entirely. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's weird how much space they give to certain decisions and certain actions of the past in Star Trek, mm-hmm. but not others. Yeah. It's like they, they want, uh, more than anything, Star Trek Nemesis is the most canon thing in all of the new <laughs> yeah. Star Trek. I yeah. don't know why it is, but yeah. like, like everybody's always like, oh yeah, fucking Ro- uh, Romulus blew up and all that shit. And yeah, like, Romulus bro- blew up. Yeah, yeah like everyone the, knows that. And that's yeah. like the only thing that like is definitely canon in everything. Mm-hmm. Super, super strange. I'm going to let my kitty cat out real quick. Yeah, let the kitty cat out. But yeah, like, um, but yeah, like this, this, I feel like they needed to have like a throwaway line to explain it away because like, okay, well we've introduced this thing that has like, uh, um, uh, universe, universe altering, uh, uh, qualities to it that like going to change the entire nature of how we see death in the mm-hmm. Star Trek universe. And now we have to completely get rid of it. <laughs> and so, and and that's because that's what's a thing like I feel shouldn't exist considering our, you know, the Federation's ex- um, rejection of of um, of like uh, augmentation mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. And and they're yeah, and it, it's super weird, too. Like they had just banned synths forever. Yeah. And this is like the first moment they have unbanned synths. Yeah. Because, you know, another fucking, thing that they introduced in Picard that now they have to walk back. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so like during the season, like synths get banned at the very beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the season, they unban synths. And at the same time, put Picard into a synth body and that obviously is not regulated at all. No, and they're just, because it's like basically never ever happened before, and they're just like, yeah, yeah. Because like, what what would be like? Because like, really, like, Soong was a working outside of the Federation, right? And so and so now, basically, he could be like a Lucutus, but for synths. Yeah, like you have this all of this man's memories. Uh, in a body now that's basically indestructible if you want it to be, and you can like hide it in plain sight and make mm-hmm. him look like a feeble old man. Mm-hmm. At the same time, he could be swinging dick and like chopping people in half. And they dealt with a problem similar with the Dominion. How like the, yeah, how yeah, the, the, the fake yeah, the fucking like uh, with uh, the episode whispers. Yeah, with the, the, the fake uh, o- O'Brien. Yeah, and, and fake uh, Martok. Fucking yeah. and uh, and also they were replacing uh, people in high positions in the within the, within uh, uh, Starfleet command. Oh, in uh, in fucking uh, conspiracy, also, yeah, yeah those yeah. other aliens, and yeah. so like that was a that was a huge problem that almost made them lose lose the Dominion War. They made Picard <laughs> a fucking Cylon, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. <laughs> and, like, and so like literally, what what is now keeping you know sense from doing the same thing? You know, like uh, well, secret- they're altruistic now because they're all made by soon. Let's let's believe that. All right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like they're still machines that can be programmed to do whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. their malevolent creator wants and, and the soongs don't exactly have a track record that's desirable for you know things <laughs> and real and really like and so and they're so indistinct and they're com- almost indistinguishable from the real thing mm-hmm. you know down to like you know it can it it, it uh it fooled a uh uh, yeah. tw- a, tw- a 2024 doctor, mm-hmm. you know, when she was working on Picard, she didn't see anything weird besides the fact that he was able to take a lot of defibrillator bursts, you know, yeah. which is like, which why would you be shocking him that much in the first place? That's if a he, very good and question. And like, um, 
Uh, so clearly that fooled a fooled a fooled a fooled a fooled a doctor back then, mm-hmm. and 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 if they had the means they, and uh, desire to, they could easily fool any sort of like test that they were given, and and uh, didn't do that stuff. Like so, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. I mean, <sighs> I don't like it, and also it goes against like also like, all good things where like you know when you see like one big thing of being in a utopia is like people accept the their limitation they're in their you know and their um and their um rejecting uh augmentation they accept mm-hmm. their limitations of their human form yeah. and realize that make the best out of the time that they have by doing great things and doing what they want with their life mm-hmm. and bettering themselves and others oh, and yeah. that's and and that's the way that they make the most of their time and and they accept death it's nothing yeah no like death is just another part of a greater journey and that's mm-hmm. like what it's it's kind of always been in star trek and like in the way that like picard has dealt with death before and like eulogized people mm-hmm. like i mean i feel like this just like the way that they brought him back and he was like cool yeah like, i know like, well, picard like, would be like get me out of this and be tearing his face his apart son, so, so, <laughs> so i'm like data now what the Fuck. <laughs> yeah, th- that that seemed very unpicard like just being like, "Oh, this is cool." Yeah. Like he like he seemed like this would seem like the one of the greatest human sins he could commit. Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. to be in that body. Yeah. And 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 he's just like was just like, "Well, I don't want to live too long." Yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, like he God. Yeah, it just doesn't really fit with with Picard, but no. You know, he he needed to be made into an android so he could overcome his human trauma and let an immortal being die in the process mm-hmm. so he could have some kind of fulfillment in his life even though he's omniscient yeah just so picard the android mm-hmm. could overcome his trauma and come inside of a romulan lady yes glad this happened <laughs> Good talk. Yeah, well, curious to see. Yeah, I mean, we're all curious to see what uh, season three holds for us. I'm by curious. <laughs> by I'm curious just to see. <laughs> I suck and fuck all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, we're we're all by curious to see what uh what uh happen will happen and uh and uh what 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 can they possibly do to make everything bad again? But I, well, you know, I, I think I, I pos- I'd say uh, since it's for Picard, I'd say we're pie curious. Pie curious. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky was a little pie curious when he was making his first film, everybody. Am I right? Got him. Whoa. Well, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it can be redeemed by revealing that they've always, he's always been in the Nexus and it's all bullshit. I'm okay. With, yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about. Yeah. That. We talked like, about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Picard. Yeah, he's he's been in the Nexus, not dead, not alive, but just like trapped in the Nexus, living out his action fantasy man. Yeah, his is because like it did seem like you know his body could have been teleported inside of it, or his physical body could have been destroyed, and it's just his mind living in the Nexus, living out these fantasies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll probably close out on this one today. Yeah. Some some bad news. Oh shit! More bad news. When Star Trek Picard returns for season three, there will be a new voice for Starfleet's 25th century computers, which is an inevitable change, says this fucking article. Bullshit. Picard season three reunites the complete cast of Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, with with one major exception. Miles O'Brien. Well, that. 
But also, I mean, he wasn't the major cast. Nah, he wasn't he Bill wasn't, yeah. But, but also, fucking Majel Barrett. Yeah, Majel Barrett. the voice of the fucking computer. Yep. Um, so the adventure begins with uh, Dr. Beverly Crusher sends her old friend, Admiral Jean-Luc Picard, a coded message on his old USS Enterprise-D communicator pin. Star Trek computers, which are voice-activated and speak to the user, uh, predicted today's Amazon Alexa and other interactive devices. Since Star Trek the original series, Michelle Barrett Roddenberry was the voice of the Starship Enterprise's computer. Michelle expanded her role to become the voice of Starfleet's computers in TNG, DS9, Voyager, and Enterprise. The, quote, first lady of Star Trek, unquote, final performance as Starfleet computer voice was her death, uh, was before her death in J.J. Abrams' Star Trek from 2009. Since then, myriad actors have voiced multiple computers throughout Star Trek's movies and TV series. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Barrett Roddenberry's passing, it's inevitable that new voices for Star Trek's computers would be introduced, although the actor voicing the Starfleet computer in Star Trek Picard Season 3 has yet to be named. Mm-hmm. In a tweet, executive producer Terry Metalis revealed there would be different voices for Starfleet and civilian computers in Star Trek Picard Season 3. Meanwhile, Kay Bess voiced the Lost Arena computer in Star Trek Picard Seasons 1 and 2, Although the status of the former starship of Captain uh, Cristobal Rios and Seven of Nine in season three has yet to be revealed. I know who that's going to be. Who's that? Uh, oh my God, I just had her name on the tip of my tongue. That was a Gerardi? No. Uh, Zendaya. Who does the best JOIs? The girl from Her. Oh, oh, she's really good. Um, <laughs> what? No, no, her. Oh, and I'm thinking of him. Oh, uh, no, men. I was thinking men. Thinking uh, men. Her. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, wait. Are you talking Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I was, I was trying to, damn it, my joke got fucked up because I was I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember yeah. her name. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, that, the, that will fuck up a joke. <laughs> yeah, it will fuck up a when, joke when you don't have the information for the joke. I had it like I was like Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, oh, damn! I forgot her name. Yeah. No, Scarlett Johansson from her doing like the little voice and. No. Then there's a, there's a scene where Picard jerks off to um oh. to uh to having phone sex with uh, ScarJo. No, I'm uh, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so I I have a, I have a problem with this. Yeah, um, obviously. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah. Majel Barrett fucks. Yeah, Majel Barrett fucks. Uh-huh. Uh, looks wanna fucks. Fucks. But like Majel Barrett before she died, um. She made sure to record every syllable mm-hmm. so they could always use her voice for whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's what they do with, um, they, they do that with everybody now. Like, you can get celebrity, like, you know, voice directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you can get, like, Samuel L. Jackson fucking tell you the directions and yeah. shit. Because, like, yeah, he did he did the same thing mm-hmm. where he's, or now he can, you know, like, you know, go right. Yeah, and so <laughs> they have the technology. And yeah. it's like, I'm I'm surprised that, like, Eugene Roddenberry, who was a producer on all of the Star Trek series, I'm surprised he's okay with this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... And also, Eugene Roddenberry will not be getting one of our patches. Oh, shit. Apparently, he, since he's had kids, he's too busy to do stuff. <sighs> yeah. So, Tawny Newsom never sees him, according to her. Thanks a lot, Eugene. Thanks a lot. You won't be getting my cool patch. <laughs> Everyone else in the LD crew gets one. You rat bastard. You son of a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not, not, not a bitch. Like, we mm-hmm. love... I mean, a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Son of a bad bitch. Majel Barrett. Yeah, Baddie, yeah. bad, bad. You're a bad bitch. But yeah, I mean, it is kind of like... I mean, what else could they do to, to it, you know, besides, you know, I mean, 
probably best not to have her name attached to it in any way because like you know Star- that's, that's true i mean yeah Star Trek it, it would solely solely her name that is a great <laughs> point actually. star trek picard kind of sucks i mean well kind of sucks does suck like mm-hmm. i've not enjoyed seasons one or two and i am not confident i will enjoy season three <laughs> because, um, i'm i'm confident we won't enjoy season yeah three. and you know what i i'm betting on it uh revealing all of uh young sheldon's yeah name. yeah i mean it's gonna it's gonna stink and so yeah i mean have some other person attached a name to it you know it's you know it's it's better to to um to uh retire gracefully and okay. so so who do you think should voice it mm. you put out scarlett johansson yeah put out scarjo I, I, I'm still obviously that's for... too expensive for him yeah that's way too expensive she's oh, in marvel shit oh oh obviously Who's that? we were just talking about it nick cage <laughs> He can he can be doing his voice from Vampire's Kiss. Oh, the the, the ABCs. <laughs> yeah, just A, yelling. B C D E F G. Or uh, or <laughs> that, that would be amazing. It's like uh, a computer turn lights down. Okay, okay. <laughs> or uh, have you ever seen Peggy Sue got married? Yeah, it's been a long time. Oh my god, that's his the worst because he you know he prides himself on doing different accents for every single film. Oh, is it a bad accent? It is the worst one. Oh, I love <laughs> a bad. He's like, he's like, oh hey, Peggy Sue. He does like this kind of like awful voice. I mean, you've, you've seen like Valley Girl, right? Yeah, he's got a dumb. Act. He's like <laughs> yeah, a oh, yeah. Kimbo, oh, Hey, uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but Peggy Sue we got married. I think is probably worse. And if he does that voice, mm-hmm. I think that'd be. I think that would just do uh, Star Trek Picard. Season three justice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, that's, uh, that's about yeah. an hour. Yeah, so, right on time. I guess that's a good place to wrap it up. We only got to talk about three things. We got plenty to talk about, but who cares? Yeah, we yeah. talked a lot about Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, we should call him Chastity Cage from now on. Oh, Chastity Cage. I like that. <laughs> but I bet he fucks. So it doesn't really Oh, yeah. Matter. He definitely fucks. He definitely fucks. Yeah. I mean, he eats, I mean, yeah. he did. I bet, I bet he eats pussy like a wild man. Like, I bet, I bet he goes feral on that. I do like his, uh, his, uh, his, uh, black metal son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's crazy that, like, like his, his son went black metal and joined a black metal band. And, uh, Nick Cage, like, without even trying, became more goth and black metal than he did. his son. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, he's definitely like the most goth dude in the world. Like, he lives in a castle. He married a Japanese ghost. Straight up, like, <laughs> like as, a, as a goth, like, he only came out as goth a couple years ago, maybe like a year ago. Mm-hmm. I've been a goth for like almost a decade now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I look up to him. Yeah. Like, I'm like, wow, he. He became gother than I did. And now he's going to be playing Dracula in that new movie. It's so cool. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I, hoping it's good and not bad. I, I, like, hope, I, I hope it's just like, I hope it's a an, like a spiritual sequel to Kiss of the Vampire. Oh, same. And it's the vampire isn't actually if they, a vampire. If they it's connect, just a very mentally if, ill guy. If they connect that movie with Vampire's Kiss, mm-hmm. I will proclaim it the best movie of 2023. Yeah, Vampire's Kiss is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I've already. I mean, we got Dune coming up this year, Dune Part Two, and uh, I love Dune. Oh, we also have uh, uh, Cocaine Bear. Oh, Cocaine Bear, yeah. Oh. But if they connect, oh, wait, excuse me. Oh no, they pushed it back. I was gonna say Avatar Three. But oh yeah, it's, it's, 2024. it's yeah, twenty twenty four. But if uh, but if it is, if they do reconnect uh, Renfield with Vampire's Kiss, I will officially proclaim it best movie twenty twenty three. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, I guess that's a good place to leave it. Yeah. Leave it out in the sun. Let it rot. Yeah, let it rot. Rot and roll, baby. All right. Love you all.
Rotten roll. Rotten roll, bitches. Give, give some skull.